0: Welcome to Steps Forward with Ricky, a weekly walking podcast designed to help you take steps forward in your life and your day. Well, hello. <laughs> okay, disclaimer you might hear my dog. Yes, I got a dog. We'll talk about that in a second. Chewing on her toy. I honestly, it's just, it is what it is. She's a baby. She needs it because if she doesn't chew on her toy, she chews on me. And like, why would I want my child to chew on me? So we have to pick our battles. And that is a battle that I have picked. And so if you hear some chomping, it is my baby girl, Quinn, who is my German shepherd 12-week puppy. I know. What? Ricky, you got a dog. I got a dog. And I will tell you that it happened randomly and it feels like divine timing I'll give you just a quick little overview of the story because it's really cute. First of and foremost, like two months ago, I was telling someone in my family that I really wanted a German Shepherd. I wasn't ready for a dog yet. For those that know, I rescued a dog. Um, his name was Logie, Logie Miller. When I was 25, I rescued him when he was nine. He died when he was 12. He was a pit bull, German Shepherd, Greyhound, the best, most beautiful thing in the world. And we had the greatest bond. I never thought that I could love another dog like him. And after he died, I was really not ready for another dog. I really valued my freedom. And so I didn't even think about it. And um, as you know, I went to Arizona to detox for my Adderall. And I was actually supposed to be gone all the month of April because I rented my apartment out to this girl And she was gonna have it till the 28th. And so I was gonna go to my parents' house for 10 days. And then depending on how I felt, I was gonna go to Sedona, hit the road, do all this different stuff. But the girl, as I was driving to Arizona, she literally was like, Hey, I've decided to not stay in your apartment, which means she obviously like didn't pay me. And so there I had an empty apartment. And it was just like really upsetting because I didn't want to pay for my apartment and pay for airbnbs like the whole idea was to rent out my apartment for the month and you know basically not have to pay more money to travel and because I'd taken off work right like for two months I was like not working because I was taking care of myself trying to take care of myself and so I went to my parents house for like 10 days and I actually started to feel really fine and I had this desire to go back to my apartment. But the funny part is, is like it wouldn't have been possible for me to come back if she had followed through with the plan and was living in my apartment. So I got to come back like April, um, April tenth. I came back, and the very next day I was sitting at my pool in the hot tub, and this was like five p.m. And this one of my friends, Erica, walks by with her name was Aria at the time, Aria, the German Shepherd, and is like walking her, and I'm like so drawn to this little angel. And if you follow me on Instagram, I actually took a picture with her the day I met her and was like, should I get a dog as like sort of a joke? And I was just, there was something about her. Like she was a German shepherd. She was a rescue. She was so freaking cute. She had like this beautiful bear face. And I just was like, oh my God. And I was like, she's so cute. Like, is she yours? She was like, no, I'm just fostering her with my friend. My, I'm sorry. My friend is fostering her. I'm walking her right now. I'm going to give her back to my friend. I was like, oh my God, where does your friend live? She's like, she lives down the street, but she actually is returning Aria in two days and giving her back to the shelter because she's going on a trip for three weeks. So they might be looking for another foster. And I was like, I'll foster her. And so she was like, okay, I'll just connect you to the owner of the agency. And so she connected me to the adoption girl. It was like really fast, really quick. She was like, yeah, you guys, she can just drop her off at your house tomorrow. Like no big deal. You don't have to come in for orientation or anything. And this like First and foremost, I'm a really big believer that like the easier, the more aligned. Not like don't work hard, but I didn't have to like go on a website. I didn't have to go through a bunch of hoops to find her. I didn't have to apply. I didn't have to go to orientation. Like I skipped all the annoying steps that requires an adoption. Or even just to foster a dog. Like, I'd never been to this organization before. Like, they had no reason to trust me, but because we had a mutual friend, they just did. And so I got Quinn two days later. They handed her to me, and her name was Aria. And I don't know why. Like, the second I got her, I was just like, your name is Quinn. Like, I don't know why. It made no sense. First of all, you're not supposed to rename a foster dog, but whatever, I did. And I had her. And about three hours in, she was literally insane, like losing her fucking mind, biting me. And just keep in mind that I wasn't used to taking care of anyone besides myself. Like, I was very into myself. You know, like I go out, I do this, I do that. Like, I can be a little selfish. And that was the life that I chose for myself because I was very giving to this, to my dog for a long time that I had. And I valued my freedom. And she was really a pain in the ass. And I called the shelter and I was like, hey, I wanna bring her back. I don't know. It was just my first reaction. And I've learned a lot about myself. Since and like how I make decisions, and they're like, "Well, you're not allowed to bring her back for 48 hours because we have to rehome her." And I was like, "Okay." So I figured, like, "Okay, 48 hours is like enough time for my nervous system to maybe get on board with this." Because that was what was happening. My nervous system was dysregulated. It was freaking out. It was like, "Where is our freedom? We don't want this." Like, this is frustrating. This is annoying. This is not we. We can't do this. And I learned such a valuable lesson in that. Just like how dysregulated my nervous system gets when there's something new right a new job a new project a new person a new place a new thing it's like it automatically rejects it the second it feels like it's being tested so within like 7 or 8 hours after i messaged her and was like i'm bringing her back i fell in love with her and it was frustrating like the first week was challenging it wasn't like i fell in love with her and that was it i just fell in love with her and i thought i felt like i could foster her and i was like okay i'll foster her for like a month train her every day like and she just grew on me. And I think we grew on each other. And I grew as we grew on each other. My nervous system started to even out. I wasn't as like upset when she would bite me with her, you know, because she's teething. She had an accident in the house once. Um, you know, like crate training, like all these things that really dysregulated me, where my body was like, We don't want this, we don't want this responsibility, we don't want this. Like this was so important because it was regulating my nervous system to handle another another thing in my life and to be able to do it with ease and to be able to do it feeling good about myself. And so after like two weeks, I got a call from the agency, the adoption agency. They're like, we found Quinn a family. I'm sorry. We found Aria a family. And I literally wrote them back like, hey, her name is Quinn. And that's all I wrote. And they wrote me back, okay, Ricky, but like, we found her a family. So do you want her? And I was like, whoa, Because at this point, I really had not thought about keeping her. I didn't really think about anything. I was just training her and loving her and just getting used to like this thing in my life. And I was like, wait, what? And I started to cry. And it wasn't like I was crying where I said, yes, I need her. She's the love of my life. It was just like, wait, what? Somebody else wants her? And I was crying because I was conflicted truly, I was like, I don't know if I want this. Like, my, I kept thinking about my freedom. And, and that was the thing. I just kept thinking about my freedom, going out, having to come home, having to do this, having to do that, taking care of somebody else, like being selfless. Like, I just kept thinking about my freedom because freedom is the reason I do everything. Financial freedom, emotional freedom, physical freedom. And they were like, you have 48 hours to decide. And I'm like, what? So I just was like in conflict. And I kept going back and forth. Like, is it worth it? Do I want this? This Is it a really big commitment? And I don't know what happened. I just like, I was like, I know the universe will send me a signal and like, I'll decide. And I didn't really get a signal from the universe, but I started to feel calmer internally. And then, you know, I got a call from them. They're like, we need to know right now, 48 hours later. And I was like, I'll just keep her. What? And they were supposed to send me the adoption papers the next day and they never did. So I in my brain I was still like, "Oh, I'm just fostering her until they send me the adoption papers." And they just sent them today and now I obviously adopted her. But it took a minute for me to get on board. And this is so important because some decisions I make in my life are so gut instinct, right? They're like, "Yeah, today is the day I'm, I'm moving. I'm hitting the road. I'm doing this. I'm doing that." Like, but what I've come to realize is that I actually go back and forth quite a bit before I actually feel ready to make a decision. And I did not realize that about myself. Like when I was walking away from weed, the ending of my relationship, hitting the road, moving to LA, starting the walking away from weed program, walking away from Adderall, rescuing Quinn. Like when I am making a decision, I tend to go back and forth. Like sometimes I'm in a little bit of agony and then I wake up and I have the answer. Maybe it's a day later. Maybe it's a week later. But I always come to the answer. And if I can't come to the answer, then it's not right. Like when I was taking a break from walking away from weed or when I was trying to turn walking away from weed into all these different things and I was hiring people and doing all this stuff and it just none of it like it was so hard and none of it felt right. I kept going back and forth, but I never found the answer. It wasn't do more. It was actually do less and walk away from Adderall so that you can do more. But with Quinn and with moving and with walking away from weed and with starting my program, it was like, I remember when I got to LA the first time on my road trip. And I remember the first two weeks, I was like, I fucking hate LA. Like, I'm not moving here. I tried Beverly Hills, Santa Monica, all these different places. And I was like, LA is not for me. LA is not for me. LA is not for me. And I remember I was telling my dad that, my stepmom that. And then all of a sudden I found this one place in the marina and I was like, mm, LA is for me. I'm moving here. And I moved the next day. So I am learning so much about myself off, medicine. off medication because I realized that the going back and forth isn't a bad thing. It's allowing me to process something and allowing me not just act on not just to act on pure dopamine excitement. And that some decisions in my life will be a yes or no. But if it's not a yes or a no, then I need space to figure it out, and I'll know if it's still a no or if it's a yes. And I love that. I love knowing that about myself because now I can go into projects and meetings and all this different stuff without being like, "No, I'm not interested." You know, I just got this consulting job, like where I'm starting to do leadership and marketing consulting for different companies. I remember the first thought was like, "I'm not interested." Like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I don't want to be on someone else's schedule. I don't want to do any of that. And then I, I was like, "Ricky, just go take the fucking meeting." Like, what's wrong with you? Took the meeting. I'm not going to be anyone's schedule. I'm on my schedule. But now I'm able to work with this person to make a great amount of money, do leadership mentoring along with my business, along with my podcast, along with all the things that I do in my own world. And it's just like, I just feel free. I feel like I can make better decisions. I feel like I'm not in a rush to make decisions. I can say, is this a dopamine hit? Is this a real idea? Is this an idea for later? Is this something that I want to do right now? Am I sure? Can I write this out? What are the pros? What are the cons? And if I have a little bit of discomfort, I don't have to run away from it. I can lean into it and be like, okay, are you just scared? I mean, I was so scared to walk away from weed. I was so scared for my relationship. And I was so scared to go on my road trip. I remember my dad was like, don't go on your road trip. It's the dumbest decision you've ever made. I'm like, okay, that's obviously not true. (laughs) Like, let's look at the back. Let's look at the past year. But I remember being scared going on my road trip, like I was doing something wrong. And then LA and all these different things in my life. And like, if I look at the pattern, it's like, no, Ricky, you actually, it's better for you not to act on that pure excitement because that excitement runs out. The gas pedal runs out or the gas runs out. Yeah, the gas runs out and then you can't move. And then you're paralyzed with a decision that may have been off pure excitement. And So now I'm like, if I feel a little bit of fear, I can lean into that. Unless it's like, absolutely, no, Ricky, this is dangerous. This is not for you. You know that right? Like, that's different. Like, I know 100% that I wasn't trying to just do the weed stuff anymore. I wanted to add on to it and evolve and expand on what I was doing with that part of it. But I knew that. And that's probably why I was in such agony. And now I'm just like, you know, my whole life has changed. Sorry, this guy is moving the the garbage outside. And Quinn's ears are popping up. And she's like, what is that sound? Hey, boo-boo, you're my little angel my whole life has changed in the last month. I mean, my whole life, like, I know that sounds dramatic, but it's true. Like I've walked away from Adderall. I've healed my gut. I've introduced intermittent fasting. I've launched a new program called Stepping Away from Stimulants. And I cannot wait to tell you guys about it. Like anyone that's looking to step away from stimulants, to reprogram their mindset, to reprogram their diet, to really re-energize themselves naturally, like this is the program for you. I raise my prices. I'm walking away from me. I got a dog. (laughs) Like, hello, got a dog. Um, That's incredible. I have just, I got a new client for marketing and consulting. And I have doubled my prices. I have, I've changed my life once again. And now I can reap the benefits and I work hard every day. And I'm not in that place of workaholic anymore. I'm not in that place of dopamine addiction. I'm just living my life getting more done, recognizing the days that I have so much energy where maybe it's better if I move as I walk, recognizing that certain times the day I'm better. Need a lot of movement. I have a lot of energy, but I'm not trying to fill every part of my day up with working. I'm trying to fill my day up with my life. I've stepped out of the box I've put myself in. I'm doing consulting. I'm podcasting. I am the creative director for a company. I'm the creative director, speaker, educator for my own business. I have my programs. I speak. I mean come on, this is incredible. What a blessing to let yourself out of the box and see what's out there for you. And you realize there are so many shapes and so many different things that you can be. The box just kept you boxed in. And Wow, what a world outside of it there is. And I'm better, and I'm stronger, and I'm happier, and I'm just more free. I've raised my standards for the guy that I want in my life, what I'm willing to accept, what I'm not. I'm unwilling to chase anybody. I am like totally in my feminine, just like, pursue me, come after me. Here I am. If you're not interested, I'm not interested moving forward. I take care of myself better than ever. I'm waking up early. I'm eating the most beautiful, healthy, unprocessed food. I would say processed. In the whole world, I am stepped up my content game. I am dressing better. I'm feeling better. Like, oh my God, walking away from weed, the ending of my relationship, moving away from the place that felt made me feel small walking away from Adderall. What a fucking blessing. There is so much more. You make a decision, you change your life, and then boom, you change it again because it never stops. The changes get different, but you get stronger. And I can tell you for certain now, there will never be as big as changes as I've made already. I mean, the walks that I've gone on, now I get to go on this. Now I just get to walk the path and I get to heal and evolve and grow and regulate my nervous system and continue to evolve. I don't have to walk away from binge eating or Adderall or weed or workaholic addiction or procrastination. I can just live my life now out of the box because I'm free. And if you need to walk away from weed and if you want your freedom, you need to step away from your stimulants, I have resources for you to do it too. I remember thinking, I'm not ready to walk away from weed. I'm not ready to walk away from stimulants. I'm not ready to move. I'm not ready to my relationship to end. Turns out, didn't need to be ready. Just needed to be willing and open to education, to getting in the room, to creating my own room. Who cares if you've already walked away a million times from both of these things? I don't care if you're on day zero or day 60. I would definitely suggest you getting support. I'm educating myself all the time. Even when I walk away from something, I'm still educating myself. That next level version of me doesn't stop growing or evolving. Who are you without the pain and the trauma and the bullshit stories you tell yourself? Who are you without the medicine and the weed and the alcohol and the relationship that you don't really like? Who are you without putting yourself in a box and a niche? Who are you without money limitations? You know who you are? You are you. The purest, most beautiful strong, aligned, expressed version of you. And if you're brave enough, the walks that get you there will be so worth going on. Thank you guys. I'm so proud of myself. I know I fucking hate when I says that to me, but I'm so proud of myself and I'm so proud to be here. And it feels like I've unlocked this new version of me. And I'm just so excited to let it out into the world and hope it inspires you and empowers you to do the same. Stepping away from Simulants, it launches today. Early bird special, $99 going up to 220, a self-paced program, helping you step away from Simulants, reconnect to your mind, your body, and your full truth. You learn about mindset, work, diet, regulating your nervous system, healing your gut, re-energizing yourself naturally, learning how to focus. And the walking away from weed program, it's only open for a couple more days, price is $600. I'm going to close the round to it, and it'll be closed for a couple of weeks. Then it opens up again for a thousand. So get in, let's do it. Don't wait. I'm also opening up two spots for business coaching. If you are an entrepreneur who has a business, who is looking to evolve, grow their business, grow their online brand, maybe you're looking to start a podcast, maybe you're looking to evolve in your topic, maybe you're looking to build a program. I've had a lot of success the last couple of years and I feel very passionate about helping you get your story out there to make more money and more impact. So I'll be opening up two spots for that. So we've got the Walking Away From Weed program, Stepping Away From Simulants, obviously the podcast, tune in follow me on the the social medias. And then we have two opening spots for business coaching and mentorship. All right. I love you guys so much. Get moving. Take a step forward. I'll see you on Monday.